so, just like Vince McMahon on today's main event, we're back! Mm, okay. With another exciting episode of What Are We Even Doing? Going back to the crew that made this show the sensation that it is. Sensation? Yeah, we have dozens of fans. Mm. People listening. Mm-hmm. They, I think they are officially called the people. The people! <laughs> Um, guys, this is Tom, a.k.a. Christian Rose, joined, as always, by the co-founder, if you will. Uh, uh, Damien Deschain, otherwise known as Brayden. Uh, we are here today to discuss some wrestling from all the way back. (laughs) We're going back now just over 20 years, because we are now in this... Glorious year of God, 2022. Guys, we're talking about Raw from November 19th of 2001. This is the Raw after uh, Survivor Series 01. Correct. So this is, uh, in some ways, a sequel to a previous episode that we did. Is this our first sequel? You know what? I think it is. And then we will make this part of the extended Wowed universe. Oh, no. (laughs) The WCU... (laughs) We have to bring in the failed versions of Connor Hopkins. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, Braden, how have you been? I have been fine. Well, that's good to hear. I, I just, I gotta tell you, man, there is no worse shift than 8 to 4 alone. Yeah. My uh, The closer today did not, was not scheduled until 4. Hmm. This is the second Thursday in a row where I've worked eight to four alone. Why are we doing this? I what don't is know. Our... his availability is three to nine. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him in at three for Christ's sure, sake. Sure, sure. Uh I don't really have any good job things to bitch about. I, I, I kinda wish that it, all I it's, have. it's been slow this week. There's that. Yeah. Uh yesterday uh somebody wanted to pick up some hours. So the question of, hey, Tom, do you want to leave at 4 o'clock today instead of question marks? And I just, like, you, you know that thing that you see in, like, cartoons and, like, anime where there's, like, a beam of sunlight shining down? Yeah. And, like, yeah. the eyes get real big? I just went, really? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dominic wants to come into work. You can leave at 4. He'll work, you know, whatever. And I just went, oh, happy day. <laughs> yes. Um, and I was thrilled, just thrilled be out early for once. I like you know you know what the thing I like the most about my job is. Mm. I know when I'm I go in and when I leave. It's awesome. Oh, that's a luxury I do not have. I love it. <laughs> I I know when I go in and I'm also routinely late. Mm. Uh, but the you don't whole, live like, that far away though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the whole like being off at a certain time thing is. Not something I'm allowed. Uh, uh, but uh, let's see. Is there any... Uh, we haven't even rung the opening bell yet. No, we haven't. We should probably do that. I also said rung. Yeah. And that might have been rung. one of our best ones. That was, that that was, was perfectly in sync. Like we had both... Because there's always a... Mm-hmm. Before the... Of a can. We mm-hmm. had the... 
completely synced. Both. I them. got the meat of the finger underneath of the tab on that because I mm. just clipped my nails last night. By your computer desk? Uh, I don't have a computer desk. Interestingly enough, I clipped my fingernails today at work. I don't have a computer. Or a desk. That's not true. Th- these are not mine. They're in your house! Okay, it's fine. Your desk. Sure, whatever. If that's what you want to say. It can be I, yours. I have nothing to do with this. Uh, outside it can be of when a, we're it's, you ha- In your home, mm-hmm. there is a desk. Okay. That's my argument. Mm, fair enough. Uh... So, there's something I want to talk about, and this has absolutely nothing to do with this show, Amazing. our topic at hand, any of it. I'm just curious, because th- these are always like a fun thing to discuss on here. I want to talk pizza toppings. Mm, yeah, we had a little I, bit I, of a the, teaser of this conversation. We, we did. I, I was pitching some ideas that I want to, I was pitching some ideas to Braden that I want to send up the ladder at my job. Mm-hmm. And there, there was there was a hesitation on one of these, and it just made me a little curious. So, what do you say? You're ordering pizza. What's your go-to? Who's your carved up? Who's your carved ham? Meats. Okay. If I had to pick, like my main one is pepperoni. I love a taste of a good pepperoni. Fair enough. Can't right. argue that. I could do pep sausage, but to me, the sausage takes away from the pepperoni personally. In my own taste buds, right? But meats. Anything okay. that goes on a pizza, never. Example. Like any veg- veggies on a So pizza. you don't ever get vegetables on pizza? Never. I order a Supreme. You're not having none. No. Wow. Okay. I mean... I I'm not a huge fan of foods that go in general. Is it a texture thing oh, or literally just the audible texture thing? thing. Oh, okay. All right. But that's the best way I can describe the texture. Sure. The... Yeah, uh, that. Oh my God! It like lettuce. See, stop. <laughs> that okay. I love salad, so mm. it's that's the thing where I just want to be like, I want to just scream at you. But I'm not <laughs> going to because I'm trying to be better. It's not. It's, okay, it's not like I'm saying in the, in the salad sucks. Okay, I'm just saying the For texture okay. I can't do. Uh, I can only really think of like I think one food ever where the texture bothered me. But it was still more so the taste. And I, I don't know if I talked about it before on the show, but raw oysters. Mm. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, no. And I, I like seafood. I tried oysters on the half shell one time. Despised it. And I was very frustrated because I, I wanted to like it. But I was like, this is like a cold loogie in my mouth. <laughs> and it tastes like a fucking... It tastes like anchovies butt. It was terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. Just, apples is another one where I'm like, I can't do that. Man. So do you eat any fruit? No. None. None. Not, e- not even grapes. And it's a thing where like I wish I did. Uh, bananas. Bananas don't have that sound. They, or, you know or what? That I used texture. to like that. I, I used to like bananas. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I've just not had a banana. Grapes. I'm sure I could probably... I, I might be able to do a grape if I tried. Huh. But to me, I'd rather just have meat. <laughs> I mean, I, I I like meats just as much as the next guy. That uh, I don't know. It's just interesting to me. So okay, so then I know the answer to this based on what you just said. But so you're one of these people that pineapple on pizza you can't abide by, right? It's one of those things where, like, to me, I will not. In fact, I will actively avoid that pizza. But okay. if you like it, 
So you're here, an idiot, but so, fine. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So I have a longer, thicker penis and palate than okay, you. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Why? I have much more. Why? For what reason? <laughs> We did not. We didn't need to follow up on the first twenty minutes of, of the last episode. <laughs> first twenty minutes of the last show is vile. By the way, <laughs> I re-listened to it today, and I was like, I forgot this is how gross, borderline disgusting. We also didn't really talk about sounding because yeah. it never really did get explained to me. And honestly, so, I'm fine with that. You're about to explain it to me. I, I, I want to. I'm gonna be careful as I Google this, because I think there's more oh, than man. just when, the rod. When, when the feds take your phone, there's going to be so much stuff they're going to use to lock you up. Um, uh, that's not at all what it is. <laughs> you got to click on the insane tab on Pornhub. Okay. While you're looking... God damn it, I can't believe I was about to say this out loud. While you're looking up sounding, this is the thing about pineapple on pizza, guys. It is not the pineapple on the pizza that is the problem. It is the other things that you get with the pineapple. If you're listening to this right now and you are a learned person and you like to try good things, pineapple, chicken, and bacon on pizza is good. Even better if you work or if you order from a place that will give you barbecue sauce as the base. Hmm. You get a salty sweet. Uh, pineapple and pepperoni. Somewhat popular. I can understand that. Again, you get a sweet and a little bit of a salty. It's the, the flavors are not the thing that I have to deal with. I understand that. I'm talking to the people about this. Oh, right okay. Now. Well, why like, am I even here? Uh, no, I, like, I've seen people order <laughs> green pepper and pineapple, and I'm like, no, no, man, no, that's not going to be any good. And I love green pepper. I put green pepper on a shit ton of everything that I eat. A shit ton of everything that I eat. Uh, guys, there's a green pepper on the rim of this beer right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, to me, I, I think, I'll, okay, maybe we can agree on this. People who want to debate pineapple on pizza, but will abide by mushroom on pizza, are wrong. Mushroom is bad. Mushroom is I'm being booed from outside of the studio. Mushrooms are the worst part of human life that I've ever experienced. When I talk you're, about you're, texture, you're, you're going hard on this. When I yes. talk, when I talk about oh, texture, just a sponge, just a nothing dirt sponge. is worse. I'll have every that I can before I have any fucking mushrooms. Fair enough. You know what? Here I. See, we're finding our common ground. We're, guys, we're making progress. Here's here's a, just something I want to throw out here. The pineapple, okay? Mm-hmm. Grows on a tree in the tropics, in the most beautiful places on Earth. Crystal blue skies, bright sunshine, waves in the background, pineapple up in mm-hmm. the air, noble, majestic. <laughs> the mushroom growing on shit in the woods, in the dank Damp shadows of hell. Did you say dank? I no. did. Uh, so, now, did your Googling of sounding result in anything? So, sounding, urethral sounding okay. is usually used for, like, a um, medical procedures to locate any obstructions in the urethra. Some people 
find sexual pleasure in that. Okay. So there's a rod that goes I, in. Yeah. A rod and the rod. I I Rodception. I did not read any further than that. <laughs> okay. Because See, I, I I don't want I, any... I think I'm caught up on why it's called sounding, because that makes it sound like you would be like hitting a tuning fork at the end of the thing. I there might be something like that involved. Bing! Um, there might be something like that involved, but uh, there's not. Whoa, wait. Oh, we're waiting. Hold on. We're holding on. Hold on. Are we holding on to our urethral sounding rod? Oh no. What else am I to hold on According to? According to medical literature, there's a high risk of injury associated with this practice. That's of course what I there I is. Saw. Of Jesus. course there is. <laughs> what the. F- how is that? How is that part of the medical literature? How is that not just a thing that people know? Common sense isn't common, Tom. You're absolutely right. Uh, I'll tell you. So, okay, here's here's one I think we can both agree on. Every so often, happened earlier today. People who get blue cheese on pizza, eh? Uh-uh. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know that I've ever had blue cheese. But obviously, honestly, blue cheese is good. Blue cheese is fine on salads. On some chicken wings with some flavors, it's fine. I like my cheese to be yellow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you do know blue cheese is not blue. You know what? Never yeah. mind. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> we I had know. someone today order a taco pizza with blue cheese on it. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. You wouldn't put blue cheese on a taco. Yeah. Fair enough. So don't put it on your taco pizza, you weird freak. Uh <laughs> Talking a. Uh, so this show is about wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. Have you watched anything lately? Nope. Uh, I've I, listened to. I have a project coming up for mm-hmm. me for my own thing. I listened to our SummerSlam '89 episode again because okay. I feel like every couple months I I just need to revisit that. All right. Um. At some point, I'm gonna sit myself down and watch that opening tag match again. And see what I missed. Okay. That sounds healthy, actually. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Okay. That's all I have. Uh, I watched Ridley Scott's 1979 masterpiece. Some say his best film. I say no, but still very good. I watched Alien this week uh, twice. Why? Well, because my dear Meg got me this baller-ass special edition 4K Blu-ray of it for Christmas. Mm. So I watched the extended cut one night, and I was like, I've always liked this movie. I've always really loved it. God damn, it's so good. And then uh, the next night, I watched the original cut with the commentary from Ridley Scott on it. Why am I talking shit? I literally saw Spider-Man No Way Home two nights in a row. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I will say there was one... in. Okay, so one of the things that I thought was interesting, and this will mean absolutely nothing to you, on the so the commentary was recorded in '99, mm. and they just put it on this special edition Blu-ray. So, for people who are familiar with the Alien franchise, the film Prometheus, which is also directed by Ridley Scott, is the prequel to the whole franchise. Mm. On the commentary for Alien in '99. Ridley Scott says, yeah, I would have loved to have done, like, an alien... 
I don't know, five or four or five and explain where this ship came from and how these things came to be. That would that was a project I was always deeply interested in. I was like, well, that was cool to see that he wanted to do that in 99 and I think got it in, I think Prometheus came in like 2011, 2012. So I was like, well, that's cool. That's great. Uh, sadly, Prometheus sucks. <laughs> uh, big time. <laughs> but I don't know. I just thought that was kind of neat. Uh, um... It's a film about a person wrestling with an alien. So God, it does I fit. Hate... No, it doesn't. <laughs> I also oh, saw... God, I almost slipped. Jesus. I also saw Avengers Endgame three nights in a row. The first three opening nights. Yeah. And then four times after that at some points. Um, but, uh... I can only think... The only movie I've ever seen with that frequency... I saw Peter Jackson's King Kong... I saw the midnight showing. Uh, it would have been a Thursday night. You You're know, talking whatever. about the 05? 07. 07. Yeah. Uh, I saw it midnight, Thursday night. Uh, and then I saw that movie again Friday at like, I think, 6. Mm. And that's that's north of two and a half hours. And this was also, <laughs> this sounds insane. More, It was across straight state lines. Uh, so I lived on the border of Indiana. I drove to Indiana to see the midnight showing, which was technically at 11 Illinois time. <laughs> and then I went home, went to sleep. I don't know if I got out of bed for anything. I just remember the next day my friend being like, yo, I'm going to go see Kong. You want to go? And I go, I just saw it last night. It's fantastic. He's like, yeah. And I go, all right. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, I love it. So, so we've done that, we've done that, we've done that. Should we get to this main event? Because is there any flyer news? <gasps> uh, Brody King of I think you should leave fame and nothing else of note. <laughs> uh, debuted for AEW and is signed to the company. That's very cool. He played Mike the Rock Johnson mm-hmm. in a sketch for WWW. <laughs> Just you got to give. You got to give. You got to give. You got to give. Uh, let's see what else they announced pretty much all of the fun surprises for the women's rumble yeah why would they do that I think that the WWE doesn't like fun anymore so they're going to make sure we have less of it I think it's hey we're not drawing anything anymore let's tell them what they're going to see if they tune in which it's so Weird to me, because to me, I'm like, guys, the Rumble is one of your... Maybe the only thing you have with a built-in, like, draw because of the mystery. Well, you see, people in charge of WWE don't know things. Uh, Let's see, Mickie James? Yeah. Current Impact Women's Champion, which they reference on commentary and on social media, is in it. Yes. So that's... Interesting. The forbidden door <laughs> swinging wide open. Uh, I okay. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, it's cool that they referenced that she has a championship elsewhere. If she comes out with that belt, I will flip out. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I saw a couple of really bad opinions on this. Oh God! Why? If you can imagine, well, because she very kind of notoriously got fired last year and then they like threw shit in a trash bag and sent it to her house and people were like well fuck you why would you go back and blah blah and I'm like 
Guys, she's getting paid a chunk of fucking change for less than a day's work. Like, if you got if if you got fired from a job and it was shitty circumstances, and then a year later they were like, Hey, come in for one shift, we're gonna give you a two weeks worth check. You'd well, probably yeah. be like, Sure, I don't have anything else to do that day. Why the fuck not? So yeah. I don't know. I, I think that's cool. Um, Summer Ray being back for it is something. Yeah. Never thought she was good, but <laughs> there's that. Uh, oh, um, this has, again, nothing to do with wrestling, but maybe you'll weigh in on this one. The original first rumors for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness were that it was going to be Marvel's first quote-unquote horror movie. It was going to be like a psychological horror Mm. type of movie, like borrowing heavily from Jacob's Ladder and all these other things. It has now been reported that that vision has been abandoned and instead will be crammed full of cameo appearances from other people from Marvel properties. And I was kind of like, oh, I mean, I'm sure it will still be fine. Mm. I would have been much more interested in that first take because we kind of just had a Marvel movie that was chock full of cameo appearances and whatnot from other properties, but... I agree. There's that. Uh, Sony pushed more... I'm sorry. Sony (sighs) pushed... They pushed Morbius back until April. A movie that I'm not interested in, quite frankly. You couldn't pay me to be excited about that. I think I had to tell (laughs) Meg, I was like, this is a C-list villain from Spider-Man and for some reason he's getting his own movie. Well, Iron Man uh, was C-list before the movies. But I think that's why that one got made. There there was no MCU then. You're right, but what I'm saying is maybe they're just trying to recapture that magic. Yeah, sure. I mean, whenever I say shit like this about like movies, it's always the thing where it's like I want it to be good. Yeah. Like I I'm probably going to god damn it, I hate I'm probably going to end up going to see Morbius. And mm-hmm. I do hope that it's good, but there's just things where I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, the, like I hear you. Of, of all these characters, this one, this is the guy. Like, the other thing that I kind of don't like is uh, in the books and the cartoons and everything, he actually sucked blood through his hands. He had these like weird little mouth anuses that he would like latch onto you and suck blood through. And in mm. this one, I'm like, "Oh, now you're just a fucking vampire." But whatever. This has Fuck nothing it. to do with wrestling. Um, you know what else doesn't have to do with wrestling but I can't stop thinking about? What's that? Longer and thicker palate? What does that even mean? It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it was just a setup for a penis joke. Well, that and also because I eat... I, I eat a wider variety of foods than you do. That's fair. Why do you have to throw that in my face? Gotta brag. Gotta what? brag a bit here. Come yeah. on, man. You gotta brag about eating... Yeah. I eat. You saw my Chipotle order. I my did. regular yeah. Chipotle yeah, order. That, that was... I will say that was impressive. Yeah. Big strong boy. I um, almost threw out both of my shoulders there. <laughs> uh, should we get to this main event? Now we should, Cause, yeah. Cause I just is... wanted to close the book on that. Okay, so, guys, if you want the full experience here, go Episode back... 56. Thank you. I think. Go back to episode 56-ish for Survivor Series 2001. And 
I know at some point on there I reference how the day after was this Raw episode that is completely fucking bonkers. Now, here's the thing. I have never rewatched this. Mm. And this kind of makes me want to do more episodes of Raw because there's so many of them that I do remember, but not as clearly as I thought I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, okay... Raw, November 19th, 2001, mm-hmm. coming to you from uh, Raleigh, South Carolina? Yes. No. I you said it Charlotte. Was... Yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. That's right, which does play into the ending of the event. Uh, so Tom, is... would you like to know how I watched this show? I would, actually. You, you mentioned this off the air. How did you watch this show? Well, as you can see, I have my notes written out. Yeah, this is a first for you. Because I was watching on my phone. Oh. Okay. At work. Oh. Today. <laughs> oh. I was like, so I can watch this when I get off and then go to Tom's. Or I can watch it now and take a nap after work. Sure. I chose the nap. Mm. I only got stopped like five or six times throughout the whole thing. Okay. And. I got all the stuff done that I needed to get done. So, fuck you, John Nard. I got paid to watch wrestling. You're the first person to make a profit from this podcast. Um, I don't know if I... I That's not true. This mic was $130. God damn it, we're in the (laughs) fucking red. Uh, So, okay, I noticed... The opening video here... So they do the, the end is here, and they have all the shots of fucking Freddie Blassie doing shit, and it's the thing where I'm like, I never realized how much use they got out of this. Because mm. I like I love any time that they use the shots of Freddie Blassie, you know, sitting in a chair, standing up, walking into the sunlight and everything, but I'm kind of like, you guys got this old bastard out there for an afternoon of filming, and you played it. Every fucking chance you got for the next, who knows how long, that the end is here song. I'm like, I thought you, they used to only use this for Armageddon, which kind of makes sense because it's called Armageddon. Yeah. But I think that they used it for the hype video for Survivor Series because the end is here, and then this is the day after, and I'm like, well, is the end here or has it came? And went. Well, there's not a song that says the end has happened. So <laughs> The end was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's already over. <laughs> Should have bought the pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine? When's the last time they had a video package recapping the pay-per-view after... They don't give a fuck. When was the last time they had a video package recapping Raw? Never. Like... They never do shit like this Every anymore. Every episode is its own fucking vacuum at this point. <laughs> yeah. I watched i uh, I'm sorry. You know what? Can we pause this and we'll, we are going to go back to the... The undercard? I sometimes forget our own segments. I watched the day one pay-per-view... Oh, okay. And I thought that there were some pretty good things on the show. New Day and Usos was excellent, as it always is. It sucks that they're the only two teams in the entire company, but <laughs> yeah. goddamn, they have excellent fucking tag matches. Like, yeah. you, 
it's a thing where it's like I can't really complain because it's good, but my complaint is I've seen it so many fucking times. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the show was largely forgettable to me, and then Brock Lesnar fucking gets added to a match and is now WWE champion, mm-hmm. and. I I think we discussed it that night. I was like, I don't hate this. I don't either. It just shocked me when it happened. I think it's because like I love Big E. Yeah. I think everyone loves Big E. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, ah oh, fuck. And he was the guy that ate the pin. So I was that's like, the only thing I was like, did you have I, to though? So okay, I'm I'm going to do this in an effort to make sense of it, but I shouldn't have to do this in the first place. Okay. I think that if they had had I think that they were like, okay, we're not going to do Brock versus Big E at the Rumble. We're going to do, you know, we have to pivot because of the Roman and the COVID thing. We're going to do Brock and Lashley. I think that if they had done Brock beating somebody else, because the natural course then would have been for Big E to be like, you didn't beat me, it would have almost made them have to be like, oh, fuck, we have to do that match. Because if he had beaten somebody else and Big E didn't get his rematch... That's he, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. to I, me. I that's you. even worse than him just eating the fucking fall. I hear you. But this is also something that I am confident they did not think of. Uh, <laughs> there's enough. no fucking way these fucking jackasses that are writing this shit that got fired from Ugly Betty a couple years ago. Like fuck this. Um, Lesnar's on a next n- new level though, dude. He, I've always been a Lesnar guy. Yeah, so have I. He's great. So good right now. It's almost like he's... You know how like he got to that point several years ago that everyone hated where he was at? I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'll take the belt and go home for two and a half months. Yeah. Type of shit. Mm-hmm. I think he's at a different level of don't care. Where he's like, yeah, I'll cut promos. <laughs> I love I'll, it. I'll tell knock-knock jokes. I'll fucking impersonate Heyman. I'll do, you know... Like... I love the new look. He's the peak. The, the hair, the, the fucking beard does wonders for him. He is peak. Yeah, and it's crazy because he had already peaked. He's peaked I multiple bel- times. Like, I love him so much. I love it. I do too. Um, and I, I, I'm glad that we're finally getting Lesnar and Lashley. Yeah. Like, it has to be good. It can't not be good. Dude, let, chance. <laughs> I don't know, man. Lashley in the past like year and a half no, yeah, has been has been killing it. Uh, okay, so this opening promo thing with Vince and Foley on the jet. Mm-hmm. Creed started playing during this, by the way, over the intercom. Oh yeah, I just I noted that because <laughs> because I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, so this kind of made sense because I was like, oh yeah, I remember there's that bit from Survivor Series where. Foley says, I'm not even at the show if I can't make matches. The commissionership is a joke. Dude, I literally, the, the note is, Commissioner Foley meets with Vince presumably about how much of a joke the commis- commissionership is. And then my next note is, oh shit, I was actually right. I was, was making a joke about that. There, There is some unbelievable continuity and character stuff on this episode. And then there is some things. Uh... Vince just eats right in Foley's face. Just a bowl <laughs> of fruit. And it's a thing where I'm like... It, it's so wild because we're going to talk about face heel turns, I think, a lot here. Yeah. At the close of the pay-per-view, 
the night before, Vince was the babyface. Yeah. His company had won. He was celebrating. Mm-hmm. He has been on TV at this point for 15 seconds, and I'm already like, this smug bastard. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And all he's doing is eating fruit and talking. His smile at the end of this promo. When, while Have a nice day. Eating, yeah. And it's... It, God. Uh, I I thought this promo was actually good. Yeah, I liked it. It it was it was really interesting. Um, sadly, no one will ever be like Vince. No, but not, fortunately, not no one will ever be like Vince. Oh, big yeah, yeah, very <laughs> big, a, very big agree. It's the sharpest double-edged sword of all time. Uh, <laughs> there'll never be another one. He said happily. Um, <laughs> is it winner take all? It was. It was. That was the night was prior. Winner the, the winner won, and the 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 winner take all. Uh, the winner. Can we talk about how amazing this raw opening is, though? Yeah, it's not my favorite. No one can tell me the words of that song. <laughs> there are none. It's called "Thorn in Your Eye," but I don't know if they say any of those words. Um, <laughs> and uh, opening pyro. Yeah. Does Raw still... This is a legit question because I don't know. Does Raw still have opening pyro? I don't know. If you told me that when they go to air, it's the ring announcer just yelling, Cheer for it, you pigs! I would believe you. (laughs) Wow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so... I misremembered something here. Because I wrote down that Heyman is gone from TV. Mm. I forgot that he's on this show... But mm-hmm. after this or whatever, he is gone from TV until Brock's debut, which is the day after the following WrestleMania. So we're looking at six months, seven, somewhere in there. This is November Mania. Yeah. Is usually April. Yeah, about six months. Um, okay, so Vince is out first. Right? Yep. Now, let's try to keep track of this here. Also... There's... It's not possible, Tom. (laughs) Also, hang on. I'm only now realizing something that I have to make an addendum to myself. Uh... You're taking notes on the show? Yeah. This is a first... No, no. I think I have have it right. I have it right. Okay. Guys, for the first time ever on this, I'm gonna just completely ape another Simon Miller bit that I love. This episode, we're doing the Vince McMahon counter. Mm. So, we are currently at Bring It Down... One cold open. Mm-hmm. Now, opening of the show. Bring it down again. One in-ring promo. Mm-hmm. Two total Vinces. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He says there's going to be lots of drastic changes. He announces the Kiss My Ass Club. Yes. Which I was like, I forgot that this was on this episode. Oh my god. I wrote down. I hate writing. Typing is so objectively better, it's unbelievable. Oh, man. That makes me sad for some reason. Why? Uh, I don't know. I like pen to paper. Fucking, fuck pen to paper. Are you that lazy? Dude, I keep fucking up so much. It's easier for me to, like, write and look at something than it is for me to type. I don't need to look at anything but what I'm typing. What I'm typing. What are you doing? What are you? Are you writing me- memoirs while looking at someone? No, I'm. What's I'm talking specifically it, for this show. I'm saying when I'm taking notes, 
It's oh. easier for me to put a pen to paper, look at the screen, and I can just write. Well, it's easier but for I me can't to read look, I can't look typing. at the screen and type at the same time. I'm not that good of a typist. Um, which, by the way, when I was a kid, a typist, it was legitimately either a computer or, believe it or not, my fucking school library had typewriters. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Vince is a face here, though. How the hell... Does Vince seem less insane when he's talking about people literally kissing his ass? He seems completely rational, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I almost am on board, and then I'm like, wait a minute, what am I on board for? You know what, I am going to fucking uh, make a couple notes here. Okay, so end of the pay-per-view, Vince is a face. The cold open, he's a heel. The opening promo... He is a face again, right? Because yeah. he's like, yeah, we won. There's some drastic changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kiss my ass club, whatever. Okay. He also says something about Kurt being a savior, which I think is another heel turn in the middle of this promo. <laughs> Fuck, maybe this. But here's the thing. This, this is why I'm so glad we're doing this episode. That makes sense. Yeah. If Kurt Angle was sent in as a mole to the Alliance and he fucks them over... Then, yes, we should be like, thank you, Kurt. You went undercover, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Vince thanks him, and the crowd boos. So, yeah, you know what? I'm writing it down again. Teases the heel turn (laughs) mid-promo. But the thing that I enjoy about that, though, is that, like, to me, if if there is a through line here. Mm -hmm. Like, none of this is just, like... Ha ha! I've been evil my entire life, or you know something, or it's not just like I've come to respect you fans. It's like, no, okay, yeah, I could like I can follow this as a. F- We've talked about how O one is like one of the best years ever, right? Yeah. They respect the audience's intelligence more in O one than they have in the past five years. Yeah. Uh. Which is kind of funny because as the business changes, the audience becomes overall smarter to what's happening. Yes. And and they get treated like they're dumber. Yeah. And for some reason, here's the shit part. A lot of the audience is smarter to it, but they're more accepting of the trash. Yeah. And I don't understand that. It's trash. Trash. Let's see. He notes uh, all the champions are still here. Which I think is a smart loophole. Because that way you can write off the people you want to write off, but you can be like, oh fuck, RVD's over as fuck, and he's selling a shit ton of merch. He's the hardcore champion. Yeah, yeah. You're still on the show, Rob. Like, Yeah. Um, Paul Heyman comes out. Mm-hmm. So here's a small note. He's wearing a WWF hat. The entire Invasion angle, he had been wearing an ECW hat. I love it. And I was that's such a brilliant, tiny detail. Um... Fun little promo here. The ECW uh, theme rules. Thank you. So much ass, dude. Guys, we're agreeing on a theme song. I'm shocked. It's so awesome. Okay, so hang on. So Vince does his bit with Heyman here. So he is now turned back face later in the same promo. He, well, he only teased the heel he turn. He teased the heel turn. Okay, so I'm going to write down solidifies... Face status. Okay. In promo. (laughs) 
This is one segment <laughs> thing. But nothing has actually happened. Yet. Uh, 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 so, uh, uh, so Paul Heyman yes. gets fired. Yes. They tease that he's back on commentary, and then he gets fired. Right. Jr. Beats the ever living shit out Dude, of Paul Heyman. I wrote down in all caps, "Strong style Jr." Like I love Heyman. Just out of nowhere, just dives over the table at him, and, and Jr. Just, just and starts he's just fucking. Just oh my god! Wailing on him. My next note is what a downgrade. I mean, yeah, but also, the thing that... I, okay, so we use this to bring back Jerry Lawler. Braden is nonplussed, to say the least. By the way, I'm going to knock Lawyer... Lawyer? Lawyer. Did I catch a bad case of whatever the fuck Connor had when he was trying to say welcoming? I am going to knock Lawler pretty hard later on this same episode. Uh... Here's so am I. I have one that I I have a note about Lawler that I wrote down that I I don't dude, know if I want to even say, dude, but I'm going no, to. No, no, we're going to. Uh, because I hope it's the same one that I have. Because there was some shit later. I was like, Jerry. Oh God, no, Jerry. Uh, Lawler comes to do commentary in his gear. Mm-hmm. And this blew me away. And even Meg had to be like, No, he did that for like ever. It wasn't until like late in the two thousands where he just started wearing like. Pants and affliction shirts, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know oh why I remember God. Lawler always being in gear. I always remember him having the the jacket and the crown. Yeah, I don't remember him doing commentary in his tights and boots. Why would you put that much effort in? I just wear clothes. You're not on camera, okay, guys. If you're listening to this and you've never put on a pair of wrestling boots, it's a fucking process. It's a hassle. I wear I wear kickers and shoes, and they're underneath the fucking the pissing the cunting table the entire show. No one sees you. Woo, <laughs> woo. Uh, you've never seen The Exorcist, have you? No. <laughs> okay, because that's the only other time I've ever heard cunting. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Good lord. <laughs> did, you, did you notice... Okay, real quick. We are 16 minutes into the show here mm-hmm. for Raw. It's a two-hour time slot. If you look on the time stamp on this, it's barely over an hour and a half because they you know, obviously removed the commercials. Yep. We are 16 minutes in at this point, and we have had nothing. <laughs> um, did you notice that the commentators are in folding chairs? I did. That I, blew me away. I, it, it's the thing where I just... I think I got so used to them having those... Yeah. What I'm going to call comfy as fuck looking office chairs that I was like, God damn, that would have sucked. Having seen, like, chairs like that in real life, I bet you those chairs weigh upwards of 500 pounds. Those <laughs> office chairs that are real nice are so fucking heavy. Uh, Alright, so we're coming back with our first match. Yes. We got Lita. Mm-hmm. Versus Trish, Lita coming out to her old theme, which I think is about eight other theme songs at the same time, just slightly <laughs> changed. It's the Sunday Night Heat theme. It's Raven's old theme. Mm. Others, <laughs> uh, and then we have the Peak of Science, <sighs> guys. We're talking Trish in two thousand one. Okay, yeah. Woo! Uh, rough start to this match. Man, oh man, it ain't good. Uh, yep. 
Uh, my notes, I only have two other notes on this. It just says, both of these women got so much better over time. And it, my last note just says, woof. There's a couple things that i got to talk about. First of all, I have a note that just says puppies, because I know Lawler pissed me off. Because he said it. Yeah. Um, they did a thing where Trish goes for the elbow drop, and Lita moves out of the way. Trish jumped so far. <laughs> and made it... Way too hard for Lita to get out of the way. <laughs> um, if you're gonna move, you better move. I absolutely hate the way that this match ended. I don't even remember. Dive onto Matt and Lita. Yes. One hundred years, nothing happens. Okay. Matt puts Lita back in the ring. Yes. Backslide. Okay, I do remember that now. Yeah, it was. Stupid. Odd. It was very strange. Um, this match was um, 100 years, 2 minutes, and 45 seconds. As I established, there was 100 years in there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a great example of what we've called the trajectory on here, though, because yeah. she's women's champion here, mm-hmm. and uh, guys, is, like, is not ready for that. Now, granted, I mean, the women's title at that point wasn't what it would be, you know, whatever, but, like, I mean, it's only, like, four or five years after this, and, like, Trish is, like, one of the best of all time, so, Mm -hmm. hell yeah, good on her. Um, So, there's a backstage segment, right? mm Mm-hmm. Mm. With the uh, champions and Test. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Test won the Immunity Battle Royal. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and... It's another segment with Vince. <laughs> Bring it down! So we're at one cold open, one in-ring promo, and one backstage promo. We're hitting all of them. That's a grand total of three segments mm-hmm. from Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and we are Of the four total. <laughs> and we are approximately... Yeah, of the four total, three out of four, and we are only approximately 20-ish minutes into the show? Because we were 16, there was a three-minute match. Uh, yeah, so we're about 20, like maybe 22 minutes into the show. I'm sorry. Proceed. Actually, you're you're right. I think because I have a note about. Anyway, we'll get there. Definitely less than half an hour. Yeah, easily less than half an hour. But uh, so it's a thing where I don't even know how it was set up. But anyway, this segment sets up RVD versus the Dudleys in a tag team tables match. Right. So basically, it's hey, you fuckers, you were part of the alliance, you lost. But you're still here because, like, Christian's the European champion, mm-hmm. the Dudleys are the tag champs, uh, uh, RVD is the hardcore champ, and Tess won the Immunity Battle Royal. Yep. And they do even briefly mention that, where he's like, you can't fire me. And goddamn, I know we talked about it last time, but It should have been, been a thing. That yeah. should have been the coolest fucking angle ever, but whatever. Buckle. And then it's uh, RVD versus both Dudleys in a handicap table match. Christian then tries to suck up so hard. He's such a good chicken shit. <laughs> I love He's it. He's such a good chicken shit. I love it. Uh, Rob Van Dam then has a bad singlet on. And I usually kind of was okay with Rob's gear. Yeah, it's not great. Comes out to his old theme song. What would you think of that one? I don't mind it. I kind of dug it. Yeah, I like the words better, but... Oh, yeah, his... his um, God damn it, I used to know the name of the band that did it. I, I have know. no idea. But my next note here is, I love that the WWF champion is not here 25 minutes into the show. Oh, never. 
th- this this was such a staple of Raw, especially at this point, where it's like the champ wasn't there. It's like, why, motherfucker? Why? Like, uh. even if you even if you're not doing house shows, you work one day a week. How are you this late to the show? Okay. Um, I, I gotta get my Lawler thing in, and then oh I'm God. gonna let you go on a tirade while I run and get a beer so I can hear it in the background. So, Stacy is out here with the Dudleys. Mm-hmm. Lawler has been gone since the time when Stacy was, like, first brought in or whatever, so he's missed the entire invasion angle and all this other shit. It's a lot of, like, oh my god, who is this person, you know, whatever, blah, 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 fawning over her, which, okay, that makes sense. Jared's like, oh, that's Stacy, you know, the Duchess of Dudleyville, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Lawler says, I'd like to get to know her. She looks really young. She may still be too old for me. Guys, I did not catch that. Dude, it... I I rewound it because I was like, there's no fucking way he made that joke. No, he made that joke. If you don't know, Google is your friend here. I, I It's a thing where it's like, even if you're being generous, that's some of the shittiest taste in humor I've ever seen in my life. And I'm a guy who likes crass humor, but goddamn, if you're not being generous, the ball's on this fucking guy to be like, hey, remember when I was accused of raping a minor and now I'm making fucking creepy old man she's young jokes? I am going to, without hesitation say the note about Lawler that I have later. Please, by all means. Um, I'm going to wait till we get there because at this point... Because now whatever you have that. is way worse, or I'm sorry, is way better than what I just pointed out. I didn't catch that one. Also, I think if if my math holds up, I think Stacy at this point is in her like early to mid-twenties. So... Oh boy. Yeah. The thing that I was mad His about first night Lawler back was... Um, they said, I don't know, the Dudleys got tables or whatever. And, um... Keep going. Burp. I can't remember who says it, but someone says... I think it's I, I one of the two. They say, uh, the Dudleys got wood. And then Lawler says, they got wood. They're good at it. Get it? I, you couldn't let the joke die. You stupid, meek little fucking child. I oh my god, that's that's those sexual jokes are just the dumbest shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, so, I get it. I get it, Lawler. They got wood. <laughs> Dick. So, I for what this match was, I kind of dug it. Um, the <laughs> the finish though. RVD, okay, so he does his... He kicks uh, Devon very hard. and then <laughs> As he is one to do. Yeah, and then Devon is on a table. Yeah. RVD goes to the opposite... Because they have two of them set in each corner. Yeah. RVD goes to the opposite corner, does a frog splash over one table to the other. Devon yeah. moves and crashes and burns. Dies. Right. Hard. Unbelievably so impressive. Hard. Yeah. He, By the way, true. I, I truly think that he did that on purpose. I don't think that's an instance of him feeding to the wrong corner for it. 
Oh yeah, I'm 100 percent sure. You I, did it and on part purpose. of me almost thinks that if it wasn't planned that way, that he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to show him I can do it." <laughs> there you go. I I think Brandon, I fucking love RVD. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Uh, takes a 3D onto the table. Yes, and then through the table. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I actually really liked that when he ate every fucking ounce of hell on that Miss Frog Splash, that it didn't count. Because the rules yeah. used to state that you had to be driven through a table. Yes. Like, offensively. Yes. And I like that. Because mm-hmm. they've... I, I'm not positive. I think they've gone away from it. I don't... I. When's the last time there's been a tables match? Oh, fuck if I know. But I'm pretty sure the rules are still the Maybe same. that is still the case. I don't know. If not, that's stupid. Uh, that was 4 minutes and 27 seconds. Hmm. Also, match number 2, uh, if you're keeping track. Yes. Uh, let's see. Up next. Kurt Angle is in the back, walking around upset that people aren't praising him. This is... Okay, this is weird. Okay. Because... I don't know if this is an alternate cut that Peacock showed me or whatever, okay. but Kurt Angle shows up. Yeah. Then they cut to Linda McMahon at WWF New York, right. and then they cut back to Kurt Angle in the back. I don't know what No, happened. no, I think I think that's right. I just didn't even note the Linda thing because yeah. it was pointless and a waste of time. Yeah. Well, uh, such as WWF New York. Angle's such a good dweeb. I love Kurt Angle. He, he's so good. Uh, then there's this, like, really good promo with him and The Rock. Yes. The big gold is hanging in the background, and at uh-huh. one point it just goes and falls a little bit. And I was like, "Oh no!" Oh yeah, it does. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Rock is actually also really good here. Yeah, and I don't normally like the. I actually don't normally like the Rock's promos because I think he just buries the fuck out of everybody. Um, he does that a little bit to Stone Cold, <laughs> all, pretty frequently. Um, I would have beaten him anyway. But uh, it again, this is a thing where. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like Angle thinks, "Hey, I did this awesome, great thing. I should be praised for it." And everyone else is like, "You didn't have to do that in the first place, you fucking mook." <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. Uh, so I was like, "Okay, cool." Uh, and then it sets up that we're gonna get Rock versus Angle for the now just called World Title mm-hmm. because we have stripped WCW from the name of it. Which, okay. My my next note just says asshole <laughs> because Rock calls Kurt Angle an asshole. Uh, Shane and Steph arrive driving. Yes, amazing. In, in a fucking standard looking car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so okay, my next note says go ahead. Vince is out again. <laughs> Bring it down. We are at one cold open, one backstage promo, two in ring promos for a grand total of. Four Vinces. Mm-hmm. And so he brings out Shane and Stephanie. And my first note is, why are they here? You won. Just be done. Be I'm, gone. I'm <laughs> at least 50% happy that they were there. Because, good God, the science. Oh, yeah. Guys, like... Yeah. We're doing extra credit here. Hey, dude. <laughs> uh, Unbelievable. You see the sign in the crowd that said, sell the billion dollar boobs? <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, one, that's kind of funny, and two, I was like, I don't think that's how that works. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Vince encourages the crowd to chant "slut" at his own daughter. 
Is this a heel turn again, or what? No, but only because Shane and Stephanie are already heels. Okay. This promo then goes on for... A really long time. A very long time. Stephanie is fantastic here, though. Shane gets to speak his mind. He just says, you are the better man, and you won. And then he leaves. And that's great. Yeah. And then Stephanie, to me, this is such great heel work, because it's yeah. the very... It's literally Scar at the end of uh, The Lion King. He's like, no, no, Simba. No, it wasn't me. It was the hyenas. It was all their idea. Uh, <laughs> where she's just like, it was Shane's idea, Dad. He wanted to do it. Shane made me do it. Shane made me hit Mom. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I love I love a good chicken shit heel. Yeah. And the sheer cowardice here, by the way. My next note just says, usually I endure this shit because I know it's going somewhere. <laughs> oh, it, it yeah. This... <laughs> This pays off the same way that the Heyman one did. Yeah. They just drag Stephanie out kicking and screaming. And mm-hmm. it takes forever. Uh, but, I mean, the, I, I, I thought that this was good. But, also, uh, note here. 43 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Two matches. One that was less than three minutes, one that was less than five. According to you. Yes. Uh... So then, we go backstage, we have a little segment with Jericho and Vince McMahon. Bring it down! (laughs) I love the way that Vince explains someone literally kissing his ass. Yes. No, I mean literally. (laughs) Unbelievable. Jericho and Vince in the back, which puts us at, on the Vince counter, one cold open, two in-ring promos... Two backstage promos for a grand total of five Vinces. I, I Vince has a line here yes. that made me laugh so hard. Go he ahead. goes, I don't like people with big egos. Now, if you have a massive ego, I'm all right with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, uh, but anyway. See, uh, Mr. T in the crowd. He's a gigantic sellout. Um, first of all, this sets up. Jericho versus Kane later. That's right. Jericho versus Kane. Also, Stone Cold is still not here. No, why would he be? Um, mm. I wrote my next note. Um, I'll just say the way that I wrote it in my Go mind, and then you'll get the reference. Sure. Mr. T! <laughs> Bill Goldberg! Um, yeah, this is bef- long before he was put in the Hall of Fame with his obnoxiously long speech. Uh, he's mm. doing fucking 1-800-collect commercials at this point. But wow. you know what? It's so weird to think that Mr. T main evented at WrestleMania. Who did he beat? <laughs> Technic- or did he lose? <laughs> no, it went to a DQ. I'm not sure who won. I'd have to look it up. Um. So, okay, so something I wanted to point out here. So we're now at the top of the second hour. Mm-hmm. So going into like current times here for just a moment sometimes fucking wrestling fans don't understand that there's more to what's going on than just the actual stories and the matches and everything else that there is another layer to what these major companies are doing right so this is the top of the second hour kicking it off with Rock versus Kurt Angle for the world title Mm. now that's that's a big fucking match easily could go on last right yeah why is it going here? Because it's the top of the second hour. So if you look at how like 
Raw, Nitro, and most major wrestling TV shows are structured. You have something big at the start of the hour because you you want to start hot. Okay, cool. You can kind of do a couple of things for a bit. Start of that second hour, you want to have something hot because it's what if you miss the first hour? What if you know whatever you're coming, yeah. you're tuning back in, and then you finish strong. So, case in point, like a uh, couple weeks ago when they did the finals of the TBS Women's Title Tournament for AEW. There were people that were like, why the fuck wasn't this the main event? It was uh, Jade Cargill versus Ruby Soho. And it's like, okay, I understand the idea. Put the women on last in the main event, which AEW does every so often, and that's always fine. Hey, it's your first show on TBS. Make the TBS title your main event. That makes perfect sense, too. They put it on the top of the second hour. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was put in a shitty fucking spot or anything. It's just like... They do this strategically. They've, like, not just they as in AEW, but, like, WWE, WCW. Like, yeah. they all do this stuff, like, you have to time out your show to a certain degree. I've never thought about that. Yeah. Uh, well, even so much so that, like, way back when, Raw, despite being a two-hour show, if you looked at it on the guide for, um, like, Dish Network, it was listed as two. Because you had WWE Raw from eight to nine, and then you had WWE Warzone from 9 to 10. So if you were... When you looked at it on the guide, it looked like two separate things. And part of the other issue with that is they would put their, quote, edgier and more violent content on the second hour because ratings were... Like, the ratings boards and stuff were more lax about what you did later in the evening. So some of the stuff back then, like Raw Nitro, whatever, if it was more like you know, blood and guts or, you know, bikinis and, and shit, whatever the fuck. You, typically, that's going to happen 9 o'clock and later. Okay. Which, to Fair me, enough. is still insane. But, you know, yeah. th- this is just the world that we're in where it's like, oh, no, you got to put this stuff back on later. Like, um, I don't remember if we even talked about it or not, but the first ECW pay-per-view, they had to start at a later point in time. Because yeah, of, I think because we did talk I, about that. Okay, yeah. because of the violent content of it. Mm-hmm. Because if you put something violent on during prime time, society will crumble. Got to. Anyways. But anyway, so this match. Yes. Awesome. So good. It's the pace. <laughs> Blistering pace here. The, the rock looks so small here <laughs> and is still a gigantic man. Angle looks... Devastated that people are chanting <laughs> "Angle sucks." I know he looks so <laughs> like genuinely. He hurt. looks like he, yeah. <laughs> um, the sound of the rocks punches. I know it's just him doing that, but oh, big time! They just sound so good. Uh, the the rock is billed at like two sixty five here, I think, and six five, mm. which. Based on my visual math, that's what I'm going to call it. Means mm. he is currently seven foot eight. And 580 pounds of sheer mass. Well, you see, that's Dwayne Johnson. Oh, fuck. The Rock is 6'5". That's right. Yeah. The Rock is 6'5 like and 275. Dean Ambrose is 5'10". John like, Moxley is 6'4". Like, okay, I... I've <laughs> that's right. You go to you go to a place where the roster's smaller, you become six inches taller. Um, That rhymed. Yeah. Smaller, taller. I'm a poet, and I wasn't even aware. Damn God it! God damn it! Uh, 
I I am convinced that Dwayne Johnson cannot run because he has become <laughs> so big. That if his, he runs, it, it will change the gravitational field. Like, too much air will be displaced. It will cause yeah. climate change. <laughs> uh, this match rules, though. God damn, it's so good. Uh, Six minutes and eight seconds. They're tearing it up. Did, did you see, uh, I think it's early on, Angle just shit cans rock over the top rope. Mm. And he just goes soaring yeah. into, into the floor. No, he sure nothing, does. Just, no, like... Also, The Rock goes over here with a roll-up. Yeah. And I was like, I... Kind of like it. I do, too. Uh, but here's the thing. The roll-up finishes overused as fuck. I just don't recall seeing The Rock do this. I don't know, man. Maybe that's why it works. Like, yeah. I only ever remember The Rock winning matches with The Rock Bottom and The People's Elbow. And I, I remember one time he won a match with the DDT. And I was like, oh, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, no, he beat he beat Jericho with the DDT. Amazing. The speaking week, of the Jericho. The week of vengeance. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, it's a few months away from this. Um, speaking of Jericho, he beats the fuck out of The Rock. He sure does. I just love how much this show has just people mercilessly beating the shit out of other people. Constantly. Like, <laughs> there's just no safety anywhere. Jericho comes out and puts the... Or just beats the fuck out of him, and then mm-hmm. Angle puts on the ankle lock, and then Jericho puts on the walls later, and then just won't... Yeah, Angle kind of just at one point is like, well, I've done enough of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, my next note is, where's Kane? Oh, because you would think Kane would run down to even the odds. Yeah. He, Kane don't care. Which I kind of love. Yeah. That don't confront Kane. Fuck The Rock. I love that. Yeah. I don't know why I, I love that, but I really do. We were on the team last night to save the WWF, and we did it. I was... Ki- you're I was your own so, now, Dwayne. I'm so conditioned that right. stuff like that just leads to... Sure. Ah, uh, whatever. Um... Uh, my next note here just says, it's ass-kissing time. My next note says, kiss my ass time. Which means, bring it down. We are currently at one cold open, three in, I'm counting this as a promo, three in-ring promos, two backstage promos, giving us a grand total of six vinces. Yes. Six vinces, if you will. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> this... Is incredible to me. I love it. I, I I I'm I'm astounded that you love it. It's so I don't know. Because why, like, why do you, why you no? Just... Because this to me this flies in the face of everything that I know that you like. But I think that that's a testament to mean? how good this segment is. What do you mean? There's no wrestling here. Okay. <laughs> the only the only wrestling is. Regal's lips versus Vince's ass. It's a great matchup. <laughs> I know. Who won? Uh, hey, uh, I don't need. I'm I'm okay with segments, okay, and right. stories and promos. I don't need uh, every segment to be a wrestling match. So this this is fantastic, and this is a case too where I'm like, they take so long on this. But I kind of think that that 
actually helps it. Yeah. Now, having said that, I wish, as this was happening, some of the shit early in the show had either been shorter or not happened at all. Fair enough. But man, oh man, William Regal kisses that man's ass. So Lawler, right? Losing his mind. I have a note here just says he's losing his mind. He's almost in- unintelligible. I... He says something about, oh, you don't go from the front. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to get behind him. <laughs> if you go from the front, you'll poke your eye out. And at this point, I wrote down, I get it, Lawler. I get it. I fucking get it, you fucking piece of shit. Drain of a human being. I'd rather be impaled by a piss icicle than hear you talk. I'd rather use a colon as a straw than hear you talk. Dude, you're about to have a fucking heart attack because someone's about to fucking kiss someone's ass, but... Unfortunately, we can't be that lucky. That's enough, Jerry. Uh, 11 years, though. We got it. So, Regal is God. Yeah, he really is. Like, there's so few people that I think could actually go from literally kissing the man's ass, at one point having a match dressed as a Vegas showgirl... To basically, you're about to be world champion. To we all know you're one of the baddest motherfuckers that's ever sucked oxygen. To sheer legend. To beloved veteran by all. Mm-hmm. Like it. No one Amazing. else could pull it off. No yeah. one else. Could, if, if any other person that had ever done this segment would have never lived. People don't even remember that this is a regal thing. Yeah. He's the first and only willing member of the fucking this man kiss my ass club. Yep. The chapstick. Vince the chapstick. Flexing his ass. Yes. Look, I can make my ass do tricks, he yeah. says. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, we peaked. Part of me wants to know whose idea this was. I don't know, man. I think the only thing better to happen on Raw was Lawler's heart attack. Jesus. Uh Okay, so Regal kisses Vince's ass. We mm-hmm. all lose our mind. Regal goes to the back, bumps into Taz, who just calls him a kiss ass. Mm-hmm. Which and then he just beats the ever living Chad Taz <laughs> again. Yeah, the amount of just also Taz wearing this hockey jersey, and I kind of fucking liked it. Uh, I've never owned a hockey jersey, but I think I would own the right hockey jersey. They look like they'd be comfy as fuck. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next up, so we got Jericho versus Kane. Yes, best Jericho- Kane gear. Yeah, this, the, yeah, this, no, yeah, no, you're, 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 you're probably correct here because I have. Oh, Kane is huge Dude, as fuck here too. I literally have that note. It, he is, yeah, gigantic. <laughs> Jericho's looking majestic as fuck. Youth on his side. You catch mm-hmm. this uh, lion salt into the goozle? Jericho at one yeah. point does a lion salt like way too far way away. I literally he loves far. doing that lion salt from way too far away. Yeah, and then Kane comes up with the hand on his neck for the choke slam. It's like okay, that was fucking kind of slick. Uh, yeah, this to me it's wasn't like that. Jer- great. It's like Jericho was like hadn't been taught. You know, you can put a guy where you need him, right? Right. You can ask Glenn to it's move. It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Because it kind of ruins that moment for me. It also feels like it happened a lot with Kane specifically. Just 
fucking kick him. Do anything. Um, I I didn't really like this match though. I was excited for it, and it wasn't. It you could to me you could kind of tell that they were like given eight, and then it got cut to five. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And but they were just like we're not cutting anything. Uh, <laughs> they were given eight. It got cut to five. They went three. Is that what it is? Three oh six. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, Jericho struggles and fails at putting Kane in the walls of Jericho multiple after this, times. Multiple times, and it's like the finish pissed it. me off. I I don't even recall what it was. Kane goes for the flying line. Jericho just hits him with a chair as he comes down. Okay. Is this the thing you you talked about earlier? Where it's just like why disc? Yeah. Why do fuck it? I'm getting DQ'd. Yeah. I hate yeah. that because there's no stakes. Yeah, whatever. Nobody cares if you get disqualified. Who gives a shit? You're not getting fined. You know, it doesn't matter. Wins and losses don't matter, pal. Uh, after this, we have a backstage little promo with Edge and Angle. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of liked parts of this, and again... I mean, it, it. here's the thing. It still makes sense. But I liked... My favorite part of this promo was when Angle's like... Yeah, I did this to save the company. I saved your job. And Edge is like, hey, see these two titles that I have? Two more than you? That's how I saved my job. Basically, you didn't do shit for me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. What is he calls him out for? Like, no, man, you did this for yourself. Yeah. If the Alliance wins, then you're still in. Mm -hmm. If you help us win, you're still in. You did it for you. And I was like, wow, that's cool. There's some depth to that. I like it. That makes sense. Why can't we write stuff like this now in 2022? Why? So, this is the second segment on the store on the show that has been that was that started with a phone call being interrupted. First, it was Vince talking about someone literally kissing his ass. And he's yes. Like, okay, I'll call talk you right back. And then that set up Jericho versus Kane. Right now it's Edge. And I'll call you right back. And wearing he, sunglasses like, inside. Love it because <laughs> his future's so bright. Yeah. Uh, so my next note just says there's 15 minutes left. Stone Cold is still not here. Why bother? I had not noticed the timestamp at this point, but we're getting Regal versus Taz, and mm-hmm. I wrote down Regal versus Taz? Question marks. I like Taz's entrance. I, I like that theme song. I like the yeah. the heartbeat thing. I like the smoke. Uh, and then smoke didn't leave the venue for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. So, I have a note just says, the fuck is up with the smoke? <laughs> they said it on commentary, like, they're, he's trying to blind him with the smoke. Yeah, sure. I'm like, Taz is equally susceptible to that. <laughs> if you're blind, we're all blind. <laughs> so, Regal in his street clothes squashes Taz. 53 seconds. So, my, okay... This 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 could be a whole separate thing, which I don't really want to delve into at this point. The performer matters, but the way that you are booked, positioned, and per- and portrayed matters more. Okay. So Taz in ECW. Yeah. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Unfuckwithable. Nigh invincible. Right? Leaves the company in late 99. This is late 2001. He is losing in less than a minute to William Regal, who, with all due respect, is a mid-card fucking dude. 
in his street clothes. Yeah. Goddamn. You know what I mean? Like, it, it made me... Okay, the thing that made me think of is Brock Lesnar, honestly. So, like, I've heard stories and seen interviews about, like, all these people had dumb ideas for Brock, and Heyman was like, guys, he's an unbelievable athlete. Just let him fucking do that. Yeah. And it's the thing where it's like, imagine if some of those other bad ideas had, like, taken off, bef- and we didn't get... Like, one idea at some point was to have Lesnar be, like, a Russian. Yeah, why? And it's like, oh, you're just not going to move and not sell. And it's like, so you guys were going to make him Kozlov. <laughs> Imagine a world where that's what happened. Y- you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, but who knows? Maybe it would have been awesome. Uh, who knows? Sure, but, but, but I mean, like... I wouldn't want to sacrifice the Lesnar that we have now. Oh, God, for, no. To find out. Oh, like, God, no. Now, imagine if they had... Uh, Santino Morella, his original gimmick was very similar to Taz. He was like a Sambo fighter that was just fucking people up and crushing them. Why not? I mean, he's so good as... A, as. But that's what I'm saying like, is that to me, the 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 interesting thing is not always just like, oh, the performer is great. It's the machine around them mm-hmm. and what they're doing. Yeah. You know, so like, it's still weird because like, I was a fan of Taz to be like, Wow. This is what you've come to. You know what I mean? Like, when I was re-watching this, but I was kind of like, ugh, goddamn. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, technically speaking, that's your main event. That's true. You know what sucks? Mm. The fact that they won't stop ringing the fucking bell. Oh, constantly. Yeah, Dude, it's very normal. While, they're be- while he's beating up The Rock, while Jericho's beating up Kane, but- while he's got the... Regal deal on here. Yes. I, I don't want to ever hear another bell ever again. But you know what we have coming up after this? A backstage segment featuring Kurt Angle and Vince McMahon, which means bring it down! We're at one cold open, three in-ring promos, three backstage promos for a grand total of seven Vinces. Yes. Then, why... Does Vince have the WWF championship? Because Austin was not there. And because Austin... Did he not take it home? Austin is not there. I (laughs) thought that you took the belt with you. So that every single time I see someone show up to the venue with a belt, like, oh, the champion's here and he has the belt over his shoulder. That's a lie? I'm not going to lie to you. This is just not addressed. (laughs) It's just not addressed at all. And you make an excellent point. Uh, So... Then we have what I guess is our main event, which is going to be Vince McMahon giving the WWF Championship to Kurt Angle. Now. Hmm. They went out to the ring for this. Yeah, they did. So, by a technicality. Yes. It is a separate segment. Oh, I know. (laughs) Bring it down down the counter. Which brings us to a final tally of one cold open, three backstage promos, and four in-ring promos from Vincent Kennedy McMahon for a grand total of eight Vinces. Yes. On one show. A two-hour show with eight separate Vinces. Vinception. Okay. It's Vince Credible. It's invincible. (laughs) My God. Eight, guys. Eight fucking segments 
<sighs> Anyways. So anyway, we do this thing where yep. Vince is going to hand over the belt to Kurt. He sure is. He's cutting this promo about how you should all love him. He sure he is. saved the WWF um, as the sole owner of the WWF, I'm going to award the woo! <laughs> that waveform was awful, and I'm sorry. Why are you just playing... Uh, sorry, it's a Snapchat from friend of the show, Campbell Myers. And you're opening this on the air? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to try to get soup on this show. Okay. So if you just heard Chris Benoit's theme, uh, that's what that was. He is evidently coaching a CrossFit class and is playing this music. During Why? I don't know. Amazing. Uh, so, um, I'm sorry. So, woo! Ric Flair comes out, which is cool. Very. He'd been gone for like seven, eight years at this point. Hmm. Because we we talked about it during our illustrious history of the WCW title lineage. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah I think it's like seven or eight years. Wow. So, um, Ric Flair comes out. He says he bet on a winner. Yeah. And he says it about forty eight times. Yeah. <laughs> he bet on a winner. Did you know he bet on a winner? I feel like he bet on a winner and the winner take all. Bet on a yeah. winner take all? Mm-hmm. Bet on a take all. Take I all bet I bets. take all. Oh. I take all winners. I take all bets. I'm a bad bookie. Um, <laughs> um, also, Flair's hometown. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, weird thing. I seen this segment in bits and pieces because okay. there was one of my favorite YouTube videos ever. Okay. was a YouTube poop called Flick Rare Says Wow. Okay. And it's this segment and they just chop it up and like, you know, you sure, know how YouTube yeah, yeah. poops work. One of my favorite moments is when, when uh, Ric Flair comes out, they make Vince say, I almost forgot. You're almost forgotten, but uh, I forgot. You're forgotten. <laughs> it just keeps Jesus going. Christ. It's so good. Uh, uh, it's interesting to, to hear what he actually says here. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I've, I've lost fucking precious track. What are we doing? I've lost track. I have to go back what? through the archives. Okay. So Vince was uh, he, he face... He's a face during the ass-kissing, right? Oh, of course, yeah. Okay. But he's a heel here. So, turns heel with angle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Guys, we gotta keep track of this. This is intense. That's true. Study and scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, whoa, so, are we gonna talk about Vince's ear pull? Dude, it's unbelievable <laughs> so supposedly now I don't know how much of this is true or not supposedly when they had a music cue that Vince wanted them to hit he would t- 
touch his ear in order to tell them, hey, play the music. Mm. So having rewatched it this time and known that this was coming and look for it, when they have the shot of him just, ah, ha, ha, or whatever, like yanking on his ear, is when Austin's music hits. It is? Uh, I thought he was in, it was in reaction to what Flair says. Because Flair's like, they sold their share to the something. What? To consortium. Yeah, that. The consortium and then he goes, me. Woo! He doesn't even say that yet. He goes, woo! Hits the ropes a couple times. While he's doing that, Vince is doing this. And, and then, then he comes under the mic and says, it was me! But here's the thing. They, so, again, supposedly, they are pranking Vince. So he does something with his ear calling for Austin's music. Okay. And they don't do it. And he just keeps going back to it until we get to the point where he is ripping his ear off as though he is fucking Vincent Van Goddamn Go instead of Vincent Van Kennedy McMahon. Fuck. Vincent Van Man. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Um, and then they play it. Okay. So Stone Cold shows up with five minutes. Yes. Maybe of the show left. That is correct. And just kicks everyone's ass in those awful shorts. <laughs> They're the fucking worst. Uh, I love that he beats the shit out of Angle, tackles Vince, stomps the fuck out of him. Uh, him just reaching to Flair's shoulder and taking the belt. Yeah. I was kind of like, there's something so strange about that. Mm-hmm. Especially because Rick offers up no resistance. Yeah. And then they drink beer together. Yep. So that's a stone cold face turn, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Kurt looks like he is about to ball. He is crying like, about to cry. Unbelievably upset. I love to it. Kurt Angle so much. It's so I I wish that the current product was half this good. Yeah. Like imagine anyone on the current roster saying or performing anything that had this level of continuity and relevance to it. It'd be amazing. Like, it... it... Imagine a story. But instead, it's just, can they coexist? Another opportunity. Scratch and claw. I worked so hard. Eat every bit of shit that comes out of my burned asshole. I hate the current WWE product. Why is it burned? I only eat spicy food, coffee, and beer. Uh, Uh, God... Like, dude, we have to have... And here's the thing. The performers are still good. That's the that's the most frustrating part, though. Like, Liv, Liv Morgan is very fucking good. There is no reason for any of us to ever care about anything she does now. Well, I can think of a couple reasons. Sure, you fucking creep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can think of those same reasons. Maybe some different ones. But, the point is, like, the... Like, and from a fan's perspective, like, yeah, I, you yeah, had I know so you many mean. fucking matches and you lost every single fucking one of them. Mm-hmm. You have no one to blame but yourself. Why do I care? Why the fuck should I care? There is nobody for... Char- Charlotte doesn't even have uh, a noteworthy, like, challenger right now. She's in the fucking women's rumble. Like, it, it's... Which is what they did with Brock, too. Yeah. What if they did the same thing? Which I'd be more maybe, than okay with that. By only, that. That Rumble ruled. The one with Brock where he's just hucking everybody. It might be my favorite Rumble of all time. It's great because it's like two Rumbles in one. Because yeah. it's the, the Brock run and then everything after it's that. It's 
the 2021, right? Correct. Yep. Because that has Edge's return. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then McIntyre wins. It's yeah. it's really fucking good, but like, my point being that like, this is such a weird episode of Raw. Yeah. Over half of it is Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. And I still loved it. Yeah, I still. There's enjoyed there's it. what four matches. Maybe five for a combined total of less. I think, than, I think it's five. For a combined total of less than twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. On a two-hour show. Yeah. Wow. A man kisses another man's. Hang on. You know what? Let's count. Regal versus Taz. There's one. Mm-hmm. Less than a minute. Uh. Jericho versus Kane. There's two matches. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? It was less than five. No, it was six. Uh, it was six. No, that one was. That one was. 306. 306? Okay, so that's four minutes, two matches. Uh, 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 Angle and Rock is six minutes. Yes. So that's three matches. We're at 12 minutes. Uh, RVD and the Dudleys go four and change. Yep. So that's four matches, 17 minutes. And then Trish and Lita go three and change. Uh, two and change. Two and change. Let's be generous. Five matches, 20 minutes of wrestling on a two-hour show. You can take out the commercials, hour and a half. Which means an hour and ten minutes of this is Vince McMahon. Yep. He's in every other fucking segment. Mm-hmm. And it's still fucking great. Which sounds insane. Yeah. But you're right. Like, I wanna, I, I'd be down for doing more episodes of Raw like this. I would too, because there's there's a lot like I have no idea what was after this or anything. Um, but like it's crazy because like now if I were to be like, oh man, there was an episode of Raw and it only had twenty minutes of wrestling and Vince McMahon was in every segment, I'd be like, shoot me, just fucking with several guns at the same time. I'll pull the triggers for you. <laughs> like, oh god, Drek. Yeah. But this ruled. I, I loved it. Yeah. Thumbs um, up. Big thumbs up. I think, uh, guys, if you have the time, watch Survivor Series 2001, because I know we like that one just fine, and then follow it up with this. If nothing else, it's hilarious. It sure is. So, uh, what now? What do we, how do we do this? Uh, usually we plug stuff. I, I, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. Why not? I don't really want to be around anymore. Is it because you have all that beer and steak in your stomach? Yeah. Alright. That's fine. Let's scrap it. Well, then what's the show? God damn it. What's my wicked doing here?